Confused Breakfast listeners, this is a message for you. I'm literally seconds away from pushing the button to start the intro music that you love. But I want to remind you about our favorite whiskey in the entire world, Cedar Ridge. They've been a sponsor of this podcast for a long time now, so you already know everything there is to know about this amazing company. I don't need to tell you that they were named Distillery of the Year in 2017. I don't need to tell you that their delicious products include the flagship bourbon, the quintessential American single malt, and their amazing collaboration with Slipknot, which we are drinking right now. We're about ready to drink. <laughs> no, we're going flagship. <laughs> we're going flagship today. I love it. I don't need to tell you that you can likely grab a bottle at your local stores around the Midwest, and if you can't find it there, you can directly order it online at cedarridgewhiskey.com. I don't have to tell you any of these things because you already know it. So as I cheers my two friends, <laughs> they better pour me one here, as I cheers my buddies, uh, <laughs> consume some of this del- go- Oh, God, oh, right oh over God. the computer. Okay, got it. <laughs> Just pouring whiskey over. <laughs> Please consider buying a bottle. You won't be disappointed, and you will make us all so happy. For gosh sakes, the movie we're reviewing today is Cocktails. It's Cocktail. You got to enjoy some cocktails. Here we go. Clinky, clink. <laughs> what the fuck? Does anybody know how to cheers? You have to look right in the eye. You have to go. Yeah. No, you have to. Salud. the worst intro we've ever done. <laughs> well, hello there, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on another new episode of the Confused Breakfast podcast. On this podcast, we review the classic movies that define the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s for us as kids. But with all the movies that were made in those decades, even the most seasoned movie buffs have inevitably missed a few popular movies. What do you want me to do? Sean doesn't have, he's a, such a buff, he doesn't have sleeves on his shirt what right now. What do you want me to do? So buff. In talking about what movies to review next, we started noticing there are a few instances where one of the hosts felt passionate about a particular movie from childhood, mm-hmm. and the other two hosts had never seen it, so we came up with a new idea for an episode. We will be reviewing a classic movie from two different perspectives, first from the perspective of someone who's seen the movie countless times, and secondly from the perspective of two people who have just watched the movie for the first and only time. I'm your host, Mike Schultz. Joining me today are my borderline alcoholic co-hosts, AJ Benz and Sean Barry. How the heck are you? Yeah. Borderline, not quite there yet. Nope. nope. That's something to celebrate. It's Let's have a drink. Something, something to, to celebrate, celebrate. <laughs> something to work towards, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, I want to get there. It's my plan. Yeah. Wow. Plan for 2022. Damn. <laughs> These jokes are flowing today, man. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, well, thank you for being here. You are at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you love from childhood, give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. So stay tuned tuned for all the fun. (laughs) Before we get into the movie, please don't forget to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, which includes Spotify now. Check us out on Patreon. Tons of amazing perks, including voting on upcoming episodes. New vote, new vote coming up soon here. And weekly bonus audio, patreon.com slash confused breakfast also we're on that youtube we're so close get up there subscribe watch see sean with his cut off sleeves yep and i know hey and i know you're like well you tell us to go look at it and it's not up for two more days well we'll we're working on that okay geez well it's a it's a new thing this is a mom and pop organization yeah okay gosh uh, confusedbreakfast.com gives you links to all this episode notes of the show also have it and we got a voicemail we always like to hear our sultry sounds of our listeners Absolutely. 319-804-9596 96. what do they got to say today 
Hey guys, my name is David Gould and I'm out in Western New York and I just want to thank you for everything that y'all are doing and I especially want to thank you for doing the Great Outdoors episode that is by far one of my favorite childhood movies. Uh, Tori Jane was born on August 31st and to this date as we're about to celebrate Thanksgiving, she's still sitting in the children's hospital in the NICU. My wife and I switch places, and I have an hour-long drive to and back, and I spend a lot of time in a quiet hospital room with just sounds of beeps. In those low moments, all you want is a warm blanket of comfort and nostalgia, and you guys deliver on that tenfold, because when you are in these places of panic, you you don't want something new. You want something familiar. And listen to you guys. You just make everything better. You are like a warm hug, <laughs> every last one of you. And I am legitimately just so appreciative of that. Keep up the good work. And in the same way that I am hopeful for the day that my daughter gets to be home and I get to play with her, I'm also hopeful for you guys that you can take this live and I can shout the tomato meter with you. <laughs> Thank you for everything you guys are doing, and have a great day. So, Damn. obviously, that was recorded in November. Yeah. David Gould is, you're going to get to know him pretty well. He's one of our three executive producers oh, for right Patreon. Oh, yeah. uh, so, I did reach out. I'm like, hey, man, going to play your voicemail. You know, is everything okay? You'd be happy to know his daughter is doing good awesome. and is out of the NICU. Oh, that's great. And David's, David's hanging in there and still loving it. So, th it's always great to hear those stories. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I, hope she, I hope she got to be there for Thanksgiving and everything, and I'm glad she's doing well, man. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out and saying those things. Yeah, you get me a little uh, weepy-eyed there, David. Damn it. And I, uh, I love you, and uh, I'm so happy to hear things are good now. So no, we're happy. Let's talk about Tom Cruise now. Happy to have you on board so we can talk about cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, so like we said in the intro today, one of us has seen the movie countless times, and the other two have never seen it. Time to reveal who is who. I... Mike Schulte, am a fan of cocktails. Oh, Sean man. and AJ have never seen it. You seriously have never seen this movie? Never seen nah, it. Dude. Like, not even like, is it just that you never, just never had a chance to, or you just never gave I a I still haven't, and it. this is all going to be new to me. You so. still haven't watched um, no, it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just never got, the, never got the chance, never wanted to, really. I, I've always known about it, obviously. Just the cover is kind of synonymous, and uh, yeah. I don't know. Just never got to it. It's it is honestly one of the movies I can genuinely say I don't think I've even seen snippets of this yeah. movie. Damn. Uh, up until this point, genuinely, I I don't remember no no TBS blips, no <laughs> yeah. no nothing, man. I I I have a weird memory of this movie. I remember like it's one of those those memories that you just will f remember for the rest of your life, even though it doesn't mean anything. I remember seeing my neighbor. I was I was at their house. I, I used to play with the son of this family. We were the same age, but they had an older sister mm. who like we were hanging at her house one day and she had the soundtrack uh, to mm. this movie on cassette. And I just that is such an iconic looking poster, the mm. move the movie poster of this, which was on the soundtrack. Yeah. That the blue and the pink neon and yeah. Tom Cruise standing there. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just have like this unbelievable warm fuzzy about that. And like that's 
the cassette and like, holy shit, the soundtrack. Even though I never watched the movie at, up to that point, I had never seen it, I never listened to the soundtrack. Yeah. She's like, yeah, cocktail. Yeah. I, I don't, the, you have those weird things that you latch onto as a kid, but totally. like, well, speaking of the soundtrack, uh, number one in Canada and Australia, number two in the US. Wow. That soundtrack was gigantic. Damn. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the movie. But um, for me, though, then when I finally watched it, I started working in the service industry as a bartender. And this guy, this guy that was like my bar, my mentor, it's like, you got to watch Cocktail. <laughs> it, is all, it is like awesome. It is like, it shows what it's all about. Like, yeah. It's like a <laughs> bouncer saying like, look, you got to watch Roadhouse. <laughs> you okay? got to. You got to. Like my prodigy. They, made, watch a, they made a Swayze. movie for us. But yeah. that's kind of what it was. Like it, 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 and we were like, oh, we got to like learn that. Like we got to get some cougars too. It was, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Uh, but it's it like weird. how wait, how the movie Waiting is like, you if you're in the the restaurant industry you have to watch that movie because yeah. it so perfectly depicts things of 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 that business that you're in so i mean i definitely watched this movie a lot from that point on just if it's ever on tv i watched it um but overall like nostalgically rating like a 6.3 it's not nothing special but i just enjoyed the funness of this movie. Yeah. I enjoyed the time that I watched it yeah. and the era that I was. So we'll see. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time until today, <laughs> okay. so we'll see how that rating changes. Uh, but before actually watching the movie, we made Sean and AJ make a snap decision recording about what they thought this movie was about, <laughs> oh, yeah. strictly based off the title of the movie and the official movie poster. So let's see what they have to say. Here's, I think this is AJ. Okay. Tom Cruise is a uh, professional knife game player. You know, the game where you, like, stab the knife between your fingers as best you can. You don't stab your hand. That kind of thing. He's He plays this professionally, but he's in the underground circuit, the bar scene. He's kind of washed up. So he's just better when he's when he's drinking. So, he you know, he's got to have at least, like, three shots of Cedar Ridge whiskey so he can feel confident enough to play the knife game. Uh, and hustle these guys in the underground circuit so he can make it to the big leagues in Atlantic City. It says above his head, when if he pours, he rains, meaning that when he does, in fact, stab himself in the finger, he just bleeds copious, just copious amounts of blood because of the alcohol in his blood. The reason it's called cocktail is because Tom Cruise's nickname is Brewster, and uh, he gets a lot of cocktail thing. But he, he attracts a lot of men and women. So uh, go, Rooster. You got it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. AJ, AJ, you look like you don't remember saying this. Yeah, was this recorded after St. Patrick's Day? It was. Okay, cool. I'm just checking. It was. This is the only time I could do it. Oh, I laugh so hard when you like you, you laughed at it and you're like, Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> well, I, I think you're right. I think you nailed it. Yeah, uh, thanks, that sounds I'm pretty glad. good. Let's see if Sean almost said the exact same thing. Okay. The plot of the movie really is that uh, he has a cock for a tail and he wants to be the greatest mixologist in the world. So uh, he tries to do that. But the only thing is, is that he mixes his drinks with his cock tail. <laughs> And uh, he's kind of got to get over that, or the world's got to get over that and see what the power that brings. Um, so, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, close. <laughs> close. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. Wow. I was, 
as a different direction, but I, <laughs> I think you could be right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know oh, yet. I know. For those of you playing along, here is the actual summary. Intent on becoming a successful businessman and even a millionaire, the ex-military man Brian Flanagan waits for his big break while serving drinks at a New York City tavern and studying for his degree. However, when the charismatic cynic and veteran bartender Doug Coughlin becomes the ambitious Brian Sage mentor, their chemistry combined with the flamboyant tricks behind the bar will soon yield fame and money until they decide to split ways. Now, as Flanagan struggles to raise money in Jamaica to open his dream bar someday, he falls hard for a striving waitress, Jordan Mooney, while a wealthy fashion executive wants to take him back to Manhattan to live with her. Is there a future between Brian and Jordan? We'll find out. So not what we said. So nothing, no, nothing. You'll find out. uh, Some would say maybe your ideas would be better. Maybe. Some would say. I would like to see my movie. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind there was, it. I left two messages. I, you didn't play the first one, <laughs> but there was a little bit more detail in there. I just want people to say that, or people okay. to know that I had I had more thoughts. Okay. But uh, I guess you'll never hear them. You you never, nope. Nope. You Patreon will hear that. <laughs> so let's dive in a little bit on a few details before we talk about the movie. Released July 29th, 1988. It grossed $171 million worldwide. Dang. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, what's <laughs> have you adjusted for inflation? Well, <laughs> 417. Uh, directed by Roger Donaldson. He did Species, Dante's Peak, The Bounty. You, did you recognize that name at all? Yeah, I, I recognize he, the he's name. He's decent. Like, yeah, those. I like Dante's Peak. That's a fun movie. Dante's Peace. <laughs> Written by Haywood Gould, starring Tom Cruise, Elizabeth Shue, and Brian Brown. couple quick details about critics and reviews. Tomato meter, 7%. That is the absolute bottom of any movie we have ever talked about on the tomato meter. 7%? 7%. I'm going to tell you exactly. <laughs> Wait. No, no, no. The tomato meter is 7%. That means it is two points below blank check. What? Oh, my God. That's the critical review. Audience score, 58%. IMDb, 6.9. That is like the bottom six. That is just below Harry and the Hendersons, just above Mortal Kombat for any movies that we have done. Jesus Christ. Uh, our boy, a couple reviews for you. Eric's bad movie review definitely oh, got one God. in on this. Uh, cocktail was filmed as a prank on the part of Touchtone Pictures to see if people would pay to watch nothing more than a hundred minutes of Tom Cruise pretending to mix drinks. <laughs> the prank worked, despite <laughs> overwhelmingly negative reviews and the obvious fact that the movie was about a man who pours small amounts of liquids into other small amounts of liquids. People came out in droves. Meanwhile, Tom Cruise, bless his heart, actually thought he was appearing in a serious movie. Cocktail is about a bartender who dreams of one day opening a bar, yet somehow it's even more boring than that description makes it sound. Tom Cruise had earned a lot of public goodwill in 1988, and he was about to earn even more with Rain Man released later that year, but did people love him so much that they'd overlook all of his character's flaws and watch a tedious movie about him anyway? Apparently so. The only thing more surprising is that I wrote this entire column without making a single Scientology joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's our boy Eric's Bad Movie Reviews. Uh, Richard Corliss of Time magazine gave it a one out of four cocktail is a bottle of rot gut whiskey in a dom perignon box wow 
Yeah. Uh, four, four out of ten user review called Unlikable Guy in Romantic Melodrama yep. by Snoopy Style in 2016. Where do I begin? First, Brian is a horrible guy. Jordan is well advised to keep her distance. Doug and Brian's friendship is toxic at best. Yeah. The story is super melodramatic, ro- melodramatic romance. It goes all over the place. I often remember this as a Jamaican movie, but that's only the half in the middle. The first change is abrupt. It might be better to keep the whole movie in Jamaica. That would at least keep the random melodramatic twist down to a manageable level. There is an appealing aspect of Tom Cruise being at his most Tom Cruise, but it's not appealing enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, two out of ten called <laughs> Top Gun in a Bar <laughs> from 2005. <laughs> Take the same formula perfected in Top Gun and apply it here, but with drinks. See also my Days of Thunder review. I'd actually like to read that. <laughs> Tom Cruise is really not good here. Taking liberties with the plot is fine, but making it ridiculous is not. The setting is wonderful and some scenery is great, but the actors still don't look like they're having a good time. No wonder the script contains atrocious lines after atrocious lines. There are plenty of better buddy romantic movies out there. Don't bother with this trash. Mm. And the best, the best review of all of them. 10 now 10 user review called Brian Brown written in March, 2020. <laughs> I like the bit when he throws the bottles in the air and catches them. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, that baby. <laughs> so that was actor Brian Brown commenting on his own movie. Bevo one, three, six, seven, eight. That's uh, that's my man right there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you know, man, fans were very indifferent about it, and critics hated this movie so much. Yeah. So wow. before we dive into the full review of Cocktail, we have to at least first give a uh, shout out to our amazing sponsor, Felix Gray. Yeah. We've been talking about him for a while now, and many of you have reached out and said you bought a pair. My mom bought a pair. A couple people messaged us. They're all loving them. That means so much to us because this company took a chance on us, and they support us directly. So the best thing we can do is support them back. Totally. Try to push you guys into buying some because we really do love it. We really do believe it. The company makes affordable and incredibly stylish glasses that filter out the harmful blue light that is all around us from computers, phones, and TVs. They are 15 times more effective than all other blue light glasses at filtering this blue light. The quality is unbelievable, and you will love all the options for different styles and colors. You can even decide between prescription, non-prescription, and readers. Our exposure to blue light is not going away. That's pretty obvious. So do yourself a favor. Grab a pair of these glasses. We all have them. Love them. We have multiple pairs. I know. At least I do. I think Sean does. And we know you're going to love them, too. So go check them out now. Non-prescription. Prescription available. FelixGrayGlasses.com slash confused. F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash confused. Free shipping. Free returns. Free exchanges. Go get it. Go do it. See the future. If you want, if you want to be able to make a real big statement and say, "Well, actually," <laughs> then you gotta it's get really yourself good. some Felix Gray. There's none other. <laughs> actually, <laughs> you first have to pull him down a little further. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. So, what do you say we dive into our analysis of another addition to the I've never seen collection cocktail? Let's do it. Here we go. 
Yeah. So we start off by meeting Brian Flanagan, who just finished his stint in the army and is eager to land a high-powered job in the business world. When he fails, he settles for work as a bartender. An older and more experienced bartender, Doug Coughlin, takes him under his wing. The two become friends, and Doug brings uh, Doug gives Brian the idea for a nationwide chain of bars called Cocktails and Dreams. Cocktails and Dreams. Just fun 80s shenanigans. Yep. Just uh, uh, people impersonating <laughs> police. Trying well, to commandeer a bus. Well, yeah. were they? Were they though? Because like, I think they were like, he was just getting out of the army. Yeah. And so, like, was that some sort of like official army vehicle? It looked like it, but like, that's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pull a bus over. <laughs> you can't. Like, that's a that's a city that's a city vehicle. <laughs> And they're just like a bunch. I mean, like if they were like officials, if they were like the MPs, maybe it would be like, yeah, we need to get this guy to New York ace ASAP. Let's yeah. do this. But it doesn't seem that way. Well, I have to mention, who cares that he's in the military? <laughs> why, why is this a plot point? <laughs> why does this matter? Actually, you're right. They never. It <laughs> never. Ne- can't he just be like, hey, I, I'm moving back to New York? It never comes up again. Well, and it, it could be like. He could use it later if he wanted to to be like, yeah, I'm not an asshole. I'm actually like a soldier, so respect me. He could use that, but he never does. No, he's just an asshole. Right, he's just an <laughs> asshole. While getting a job, he could say, or looking for a job, he could say, yeah, I don't have a lot of experience because I just got out of the military, and I'm hoping to gain some experience here. That's a real simple thing to say to somebody <laughs> who's hiring, and maybe get your foot in the door. <laughs> I was like, even when he got on the bus, it cut to him. He's like holding a kid. He's like, look at the city. Look at the twin towers and stuff. Look at the Look, I'm gonna get there. We're gonna do a bunch of things. Like, when do you have a kid? Yeah, what did he just like? Literally, he's so handsome. He just got on the bus and and like gave someone the fuck eyes. He just impregnated and they just, four and women. They just had a baby right yeah. then and there. Fell right out. It, I, you know what? It, so. it checks out to me. Checks the, out to me. It was funny. I was thinking about that too, about how hard it was for him to like not get a job. And then I was thinking maybe it's because Tom Hanks already took his job in big. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been a really fun crossover to just be like they saw Tom Hanks just walking by the door yeah. <laughs> as his character in big. Oh, it's we just gave crossover. the last job to that guy. Oh, <laughs> dang. dang it. But how did Tom how did Tom Hanks' character get that job and Tom Cruise could not get any was it it was it different in the eighties where your military service literally means nothing. Apparently, it just means absolute zip. I mean, he, it really doesn't anymore these days, too. Just well, to be I guess that's true. I mean, but I feel like he could have at least, like AJ said, just been like, "Yeah, like, hey, give me whatever. I'll go work in the mailroom and work my way up. I don't right. care. I'm in." I like that uh, during the interview process, he has a different haircut than uh, yeah. the rest he of the seems movie. Seems to have a different haircut throughout the whole movie. <laughs> but I also want to say, I think this is peak Tom Cruise hair. It's, oh, yeah. His hair looks awesome in yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's gorgeous. He, it, was, it was like the Farrah Fawcett of guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. like very, very like blown out, down the middle. Like I mean, in during the interview process. Like, he definitely like fluffed up his hair in the interview process, and then he goes back to normal Tom Cruise uh, for the rest of the movie. So... <laughs> So were you were you guys as weirded out as I was? I never thought about it back in the day, but the fact that this is a TGI Fridays and that it's like the coolest, most happening spot ever in yeah. New York City. It's weird. So I had to read up. I had to be like, what? No. that that That's like in our era thinking that this is taking place in Chili's. In Applebee's. Yeah, like in Applebee's or something like <laughs> that. You're just waiting for someone to say, hey, can I get a side of mini egg rolls too? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jalapeno shooters? Yeah. <laughs> extreme fajitas? <laughs> extreme fajitas. <laughs> but so I had to do some research. Now, apparently TGI Friday started in New York 
and before it was this franchise of what we think it was, they said that – so before TGI Fridays, four single 25-year-old girls were not going out on Friday nights uh, or in public because there just wasn't, like, places to go. So this guy opened up TGI Fridays as, like, this 20 to 30-something hangout on Friday nights after work. Like, it, it was this personalized thing that he Whoa. did to be this neighborhood bar, and it's really fun. It's got food, and it's a good atmosphere. So that's how it started. This movie is completely true to what, what was happening there. Wow. But we just don't think about it that way. No. Why, why would I think about why, it? Yeah. There wasn't a bu- there wasn't like a, a sled on the wall yeah. with like a, a picture of like Rasputin or something. You know all the fun stuff yeah. they have on the walls, all the tchotchke shit that they yeah. got on the walls. There. It's, like, it's cool. <laughs> what what did you feel? What did you guys think first time watching this of like Coughlin? Coughlin? Yeah. Oh, he's he's like the coolest person yeah. I've ever seen coolest in my fun. life. Still, like, Are, like I mean, because you've only seen this once. Like, you're, you're you're into this. You're like, I like this guy. As of right now, in this at this point in the movie, okay, he's coming in. He's be, and he, this dude just cracked an egg into his beer with what some orange juice or something. No, uh, so a, a red what, eye tomato. What's juice? the red? It's eye? a red eye. It's a beer, tomato juice, tomato juice, like two Tylenols and an egg. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's what he put in there. Oh my god! And then just. Whoosh, Exactly. While dropping quips and like having something to say about every single thing See, Tom Cruise asked yeah. about. That's that's the thing about this. I was like, yeah, he's really quick and really witty and like philosophical and everything he says. I'm like, yeah. that's he's a really cool guy. And then like uh, an hour in, I'm like, this is all he's gonna do. This is this is <laughs> this what is it is. Character. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like it it got it got to the point where I'm like, okay, just say some like an actual sentence. Yeah, just, just say something like that doesn't have any meaning. Like I don't know what I don't know if you're Coglin's Law. It's yeah. like no, you don't have to say that. Just tell me what you're <laughs> yeah, gonna say. Yeah, yeah. just just say like you want to go to the bar. Don't say like you don't have to speak in fucking riddles. Yeah, okay. and and there I was like talking in third person or some shit. Like damn, dude, shut up. Button your shirt. But there is. <laughs> Is a nice juxtaposition. You've got super cool Coglin, like just doing all this cool stuff and so yeah. comfortable on the bar. And then you got Tom Cruise wringing sweat out of his socks after the. That was disturbing. It, it has to be, it's got to be all the spilled drinks. See, I don't know though. You're like, right. You're right. He also was like drenched. <laughs> You're right. So are they really implying that his socks would have wringable sweat from working? That's, I've never had that happen to me. Just like he just went and like got in on the court with the 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 Knicks or something like what <laughs> this is what he did this is the equivalent of that behind the bar I like that he said he's like yeah all the all the wait staff hate me like all the ladies hate me he's, he's like you wait till like they've given you crabs or you wait till you've given them crabs then they'll really hate you and he's like okay so no seafood you know, so no seafood you know, good. we don't have seafood here they don't like seafood the That's 80s good. were a different time they're <laughs> different just fucking and twirling and but, and then now hating. so now you start you start getting Tom Cruise He's like finally learning how to do stuff, and yeah. while he's still going to school, yeah. Which was the, the thing about this movie is that everything just is just all the fuck over the place. Like it's just we're doing this. Okay, now we're gonna go do this. Right now, this, this is gonna happen. This movie didn't even give enough of a shit to even try a montage. Like they just <laughs> said, "Cool, he, he's better now. He's better at bartending." You're absolutely right. This is peak montage era and they did nothing they did zero to show him montage. like getting better at home yeah they had the soundtrack they clearly had the music oh, totally. just be like put it in here it's all he had to do but no like the next time we see him behind the bar he is pro he's doing really well <laughs> yeah. and he's doing everything taking 15 minutes to make one drink yeah. for himself <laughs> there's 90 people at the bar and he's like <laughs> 
All right. I don't. <laughs> he drank it in front of him. What the fuck, dude? Dude, this whole movie is a giant shut the fuck up and make my drink. <laughs> Please. This whole movie. Because I've never felt. I've been to a few bars where there's been some flair happening. Yeah. And like, I've never once been like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been like, oh, this you is think embarrassing. The Beatles just stepped behind the bar <laughs> yeah. or something. So, like, and the there is. for your drink, like. <laughs> Did he? Did he? Is that my drink or is that someone else's drink? I'm really not sure. Yeah. <laughs> they put vodka in my whisk. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. That can't be right. That can't be right. He so must be doing this wrong. What happens if you like order a beer? Do they just like, start flipping it around and shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just throws it at you. Oh, while after he opened it, yeah. <laughs> you get half of it back, all shaken up. No, <laughs> damn it! There and there are like ten people deep around this yeah. entire bar, not conversing with the people they're <laughs> yeah. there with, just going, yeah, yeah. might as well face it. You're, yeah, yeah. I'm addicted to love. Oh, he's, yeah. watch! He's gonna do the vol. He turned the volume down. Addicted to love. Yeah, cool. And like he does that more times yes. than he should too. He's yeah. like addicted to love. He might as well face it. You're addicted to love. And I'm like, that's fun. That's okay, too. <laughs> Okay, we want to listen to the song. We please make the next drink. <laughs> nothing, nothing about that bar makes me want to hang yeah. out in it. Like you know, we talk many times about oh, I want to hang out in that bar. Yeah, like, we had Boondock Saints. Like, oh, like oh, that's my kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't want anything <laughs> near really any of the bars that this motherfucker. You're not getting in drunk in there. No, no you're damn you're sure. not. You're, you're getting drunk on good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? As long as, as it's okay though, because I don't think anybody got charged for anything. So <laughs> that's fine. Money ever change hands? <laughs> I don't think it did. I don't think this it did. This is pre-credit cards, you guys. Like, you have to actually bring cash <laughs> and buy your drink. Yeah. He, they did open the register at least, I think, twice in this whole entire section of the movie, <laughs> but it was just to hit him in the head or try at least, and that's it. So before we move on to this one, I, I think your honorary most punchable face is happening at this point. Oh. Uh, the finance teacher, Paul Benedict. Oh, absolutely. That's the most punchable face for me, right? Yeah, I yeah. agree. Did you recognize him at all? He's a pretty recognizable face. He was uh, he was the hotel clerk in Spinal Tap, and oh, he no. was the neighbor and judge in the Adams family. Really? Yeah. Really? He's just, he's a very, uh, you see him in, in normal life, and he looks like this really nice guy, but he just very well plays that mean like he, I wanted to punch that yeah, dude when I, he was when he was making fun of Tom Cruise. The don't only, do that. The only time I was like for Tom Cruise in this movie was when he was telling that yep. teacher to fuck off. Yeah, I, I like because I have a big thing against teachers. Obviously, I I love him being like you're a fucking wash up stupid head. You know, yes, I want the guy that's too afraid to go out in the real world. Exactly. I'm like hell yeah, dude. How fuck you. Dude. You can't fail me because I yeah. said that. Read a book yeah. and learn. That's not how you teach. I'm sorry. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> Inspire me, you yeah. dick. <laughs> so Brian drops out of business school after this, and he and Doug become popular bartenders at a trendy nightclub. Eventually, their flaring act catches the eye of Coral, a wealthy Coral, Coral, <laughs> a wealthy photographer, and she and Brian begin dating. Doug sleeps with Coral, and Brian flips out on Doug, ending their friendship. If you thought, if you thought that. TGI Fridays was a shit bar. Right. You're not you can't pay me to go to the cell block the cell block. No. Like, for, first of all, they they look like they look like they work at a Whataburger, <laughs> like with their outfits. <laughs> they it, it, the pinstripe shirts or whatever. And then you just have people 
sing poetry? Yeah, who is this? Who's the, who's why is Sheldon from Big Bang Theory <laughs> saying poetry at the top of the stairs? And why are people giving a shit and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's shut up, he's gonna do poetry. Shut, shut up. It's like the it's like the minstrels of like the olden days and like medieval times. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> why? I just can't think that that would have ever ever happened in a bar. No, where people are like. No, no, for real. We're going to listen to this guy read a poem. And then where they're like, that was so good, someone else needs to read a poem. Yeah. Bartender, you read a poem. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Not read a poem. Fucking come up with one off the top of your dome poem. Yeah. Ha- having been two months into being a bartender who you're now the best bartender in the world, and now you know all the words, uh, and you got this cool swagger. Yep. I did. I did, yeah, and even the setup of the cell block bar, like, yeah, you notice how there were just those balconies, yeah, where it was just like about two feet deep, and you just stood there. It's got to be really inconvenient to try to get back to the bar <laughs> after you just went all the way the fuck up there. You know what I mean? And yeah. just so you can stand like next to somebody, like what? You can't. There's no tables. There's nothing. There wasn't even any seats at the bar. Like, <laughs> there's nothing going on here. So nothing the, happens in this bar. <laughs> nothing, nothing happens. And, and there's like, there's people just two, stand around. There, there, in all these places, there are two bartenders for like hundreds yes. of people. Yeah. This, this is, is terrible. There's not even a bar back. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they just break their glasses. They're like, we're not going to use these anymore. <laughs> the, the woman who comes to like take pictures of Coral. Just, Coral, okay. Coral. Coral. Um, just take pictures of uh, t- Brian. Uh, and tells him to get out of the way, uh, uh, Doug. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. Like they, they go and have sex after this scene, yes. but it looks like the most like they're wrestling and like pl- like role playing murder sex. Like I've seen fetishes, but not nothing like this. Like yeah. they look like they're devouring each other. Under it's like the we we want a sex scene, but we don't want to like show like in out and out pushing. Right. So we're just gonna put a blanket over them and they're just gonna tumble around a and little then bit. She's gonna get yeah. mad and go. Ah! And kick yeah. her legs and stuff. Yeah, that was weird. She freaked yeah. out. I did. Normally, we would research this. You know, normally you would know the answer to this, but <laughs> since this is the first time you watched it and only time you watched it, mm-hmm. apparently, like Tom Cruise knew she was ticklish and was like tickling her during that scene so that she would freak out. Okay. But it's like, why would the director be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, the, hey, good, cool, good job to make her do that, but also that's not what we were looking for. Yeah. Because it's just a very awkward sex scene. It yeah. is. Far be it from us to yuck someone else's yum, but just you, you, yeah. you're going to tell me that this was okay for the director. It, it looks like... Nailed it. <laughs> it looks like when like a, a Looney Tunes characters fight, it's all that tumbling, right. like it's just getting to one big ball <laughs> all of all chaos. All is the cloud of like dust. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> If 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 we're talking uh if we're also talking props, yeah. I want Tom Cruise's sweat shorts when he's playing basketball. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a short pair of sweat shorts? Oh, I'm bringing them back. I'm I think I, yeah. I kind of feel like we could. I think we could do it. I'm down. I right. want so I want his worn pair. Next I time we record pair. and we're going to be wearing sweatshorts. Just, let's just make it a thing. Okay. We're, we're wearing, next time you see us, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be wearing The next shorts. two times you see us, we're going to be doing that. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any props that you can remember on this one? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to think, think about it as we I'm go. I'm going to need to think about it just a little bit. We never usually do the props in the, I've never seen, but right. I thought I'd at least tell yeah. you my prop. I, I, did, I did think of one but uh, while I was watching it, but I have forgotten it for right now. I want, I want the neon sign, Cocktails and Dreams. <sighs> 
that's pretty good. I'm sorry. Yeah. That blue okay. and pink, something yep. about those those neon colors just make make me go. Ee. Yeah, fucking Miami Vice, bro. Miami Vice. So oh, as yeah. as as first time watchers, do you still? Because I still don't understand why Coral was mad at Brian. No idea. I it's 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 no, <laughs> no th- nothing. So supposedly, she says something like, "You you'd had to go and." Yap your mouth about our sex life. Talk about to it. Who? Like, to who? To Doug? To Doug. To my best friend? Doug? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but like what what are what are they yapping that is so like Man. like you told him that I like to kick my legs and flail around yeah. and flaw Yeah, you told him I was ticklish. So? You told him I was ticklish. So uh. like guess what, Doug? I I fucked her. Oh, why did what? you tell him that? But it's been, then in these like summaries, though, in these summaries, it says like Brian, Doug sleeps with, or no, Brian, yeah, Doug sleeps with Coral. Yeah. Doug sleeps with Coral. But like, what? When did this happen? And when did this happen? And how sh- absolutely shitty, terribly toxic of a friend is Doug to Brian? I, right he, off the he's bat. He's like, see, I saved you a whole lot of trouble. It's like, you just went and like you made the trouble. Yeah. You made the trouble so that you can win a bet. Yeah, and now you're trying to ask me to thank you yeah. for that. You should. You'll be. You'll thank me in a year, whatever it is. It's like you really want to not be friends for a year. Like, so, <laughs> like what? did you plan this, Doug? <laughs> yeah. Did you fucking? Plan? No, he knows. He goes, no. I got my. I'll be. I'll be owning a yacht later, and it's all gonna yeah. be cool. It's all gonna be great. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I did this for your own good, so that you would move to fucking. Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was actually having a good time in this movie up until about this point. Okay, till what was the moment when it this, goes this to, whole, or when he moves to when Jamaica? He goes to Jamaica. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. Are we at Jamaica? Let's yet? let's move on. So here's a quick summary. Two years later, sorry, I think it's three years later. Brian is working beachside at a bar in Jamaica. He meets beautiful artist Jordan Mooney, and they begin a passionate relationship. Out of the blue, Doug shows up, now married to a wealthy woman. Doug bets Brian that he can't attract Bonnie, a wealthy older woman. Brian accepts his challenge and wins Bonnie over. Jordan finds out and leaves Brian to go back to the States. Did you guys recognize Uncle Frank? Dude! Yeah. Home Alone, Uncle Frank. So I have a theory that okay. that is really Uncle Frank. Yep. And they are there. They, it's a McAllister family trip. They do one every year. <laughs> and somewhere nearby, Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister is running around. Right, like he's right. there. New York. He's, a, he's, a, <laughs> oh, he's back in New York. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, that was amazing. Like, and of course he wants he wants like a free drink. He's like, I was promised a free drink yeah. upon arrival. <laughs> yeah. that, that has to skate. He's a stingy bastard. <laughs> they have to be playing that off. That would yeah, be awesome. That. Yeah, uh, there was also another guy in the background um, sitting at the background of the bar. Never has a line. James Eckhouse. You know who James Eckhouse James is? James Eckhouse. If you saw him, you'd know him. It was Jim Walsh. His main go- thing that he played in life was uh, Brandon and Brenda Walsh's dad in Beverly Hills 90210. Mm. Okay. If you saw his face, you'd be like, shit. I was sitting there watching it going, fuck. Who, like, oh, shit, yeah. I mean, he never says a line. He's just sitting there in the background of huh. that at this amazing little tropical bar that Tom Cruise out of the middle of nowhere just is like, just hanging out. hey, by the way, this whole movie is here now. We're in we're in Jamaica. <laughs> yep. And this is where I live and work now. Why the hell not? I like I like when uh, Why the hell not? Jordan comes out to him and finally meets him or whatever and she's like, "My friend, my my friend is passed out. Come help." He's like, "Yeah, when your friend is passed out, you go ask the bartender for help." Yeah. That that is one Genius. of many mistakes mistakes that Jordan makes in this movie. What why would you do that? Like you made the drink so you help her. I, I don't like what? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Isn't aren't there lifeguards on duty? <laughs> Is this Amity Island? Is this Amity? 
there's nobody around that could have helped out? No. I, I guess not. For as much as Brian talked about how he's going to move to Jamaica because he's going to make all this money and he's just going to bartend, for as much as he's talking about saving money, clearly for five to six days, he doesn't work at all. All, yeah. he, all he does <laughs> is go on dates with Jordan and drive around the island. Like some other bar, hotshot bartender is going to pop in and That's take true. his job. That's true. Yeah, he's been watching. He's he's been shadowing Tom Cruise yeah, this entire he, time. Of course, Tom Cruise has a he's little like, buddy well, shit, at some well, point. Oh, he's oh he does that. He does it yeah. behind the back like this. Well, left hand, left hand. Okay, I got you. He's just waiting for his shot. Yeah, that's right. Can we talk about Elizabeth Shue? Yes, please. <sighs> I love her. I, this might be my favorite, like uh, Elizabeth Shue. Like I think this is like her most heartthrob. Yeah. Of of anything she's done, yeah. I think. Well, so the interesting thing about her career, though, I mean, she had just done. Let me look this up. She had just done uh, Karate Kid and Adventures in Babysitting. So she was a pretty right. big name at this point. Same for Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise had just done Risky Business and Top Gun. Rain Man, Days of Thunder, and Born on the Fourth of July are coming in the next two years. Mm. Wow. These guys are both like. Yeah, right there. And I don't know. I I'm just. I know AJ. We learned this in Karate Kid. I know he's not big fan of uh, the Elizabeth Shoe. This are you still of, feeling the same way? Or are you feeling different this now? This kind of turned me around on. Okay. Yeah. This, this movie certainly did. I oh, think. Yes. Right. Yeah. We did. Right. Well, fuck yeah, man. We're guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> Give me some knocks. Shit. <laughs> Did you just say, give me some nuts? <laughs> yeah, dude. Get the fuck out of here. That's K-N-U-X. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Fuck. What, what, what brought you What brought you around on her? Like, her just genuinely, like, nice uh, character? Yeah, like... Because uh, <laughs> they're side boob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Another reason to watch our YouTube channel, my friends. But you got to wait two days. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. I think it's just because maybe I'm not sitting there thinking of her like in high school. <laughs> like, like, right? Like, okay. Maybe okay. that's just she's it. Like, an adult. It's like okay, yeah. This Actually, is... you're right. She was a, she was a high schooler <laughs> yeah. in both of the fr- previous movies, and now she's Correct. like thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They just jump. Like I said, they just jump around a lot in here in cocktail. But uh, no, I think that's probably it. I think it's just like, and and I think her, I don't know what to say about it. It's just like, yeah, definitely this movie. Put it over the top, like yeah. I'm, I think she's attractive. I'll tell you what you could say about it. Her smile just lights yeah. up a fucking room. I man. think you're correct. Her smile is the most gorgeous smile like I might have ever seen in movies. This is why I have Sean as a bug in my ear when yeah. I'm out on a date with my wife. Hey, tell her smile's nice. Hey, uh, your, your smiles, your smile spice. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> AJ. <laughs> so. So then, trivia question for you, still pertaining to Elizabeth Shue. Who got more tongue into Elizabeth Shue's mouth, Tom Cruise or Ralph Macchio? I don't know. I don't know if there's like I'm talking in the world furthest. Who got the furthest into her mouth, Ralph Macchio or Tom Cruise? I don't know if there's enough tongues in the world to compare to Ralph Macchio's. He got. In there, man. He, I, he he dug out her stomach. Yeah, he he Gene Simmons that. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise came close though. Like, yeah. He was really getting in because, there because like she doesn't like give back the tongue. Yes, he's always like, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's grimacing. You, well, you know what makes me like Elizabeth Shue probably even more. 
is because she's like one of the rare few actresses who had a starring role with Tom Cruise who didn't end up dating and marrying. Oh, yeah. Like Tom Cruise pretty much married and dated everybody he worked with. That's true. But Elizabeth Hughes clearly from some of this <laughs> kissing footage is like, mm-hmm. yeah, cut, completely. cut. <laughs> oh, we have to do another. Now we have to do a naked waterfall scene. Yeah. Okay, I'm a, I'll, I'll go with William Zabka. That's what that's what she Fuck did. Yeah, she should have. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like she's like her role in movies. She seems a little like muted in this movie. It seems it seems like she was like almost cast last minute. I don't know if you have any information on that, but it seems like she was. You know, like I said, cast last minute. Like, I like her in Karate Kid. I think she has a good performance. I think she's okay in this. I I just like her presence. You know, but she's like her most amazing role is leaving Las Vegas with Nicolas yeah. Cage. She needed an Oscar for that. It is incredible. But yeah, I don't know what you guys th- uh, if you guys. No, agree I, or not. I just think the script's so bad. Yeah, that that there's only so much <laughs> that people can do yeah. in these roles. That's I mean, true. Uh, like, what she's are you the love do? interest. She's the love interest who's like really nice and then gets cheated on. Yeah. By by the way, uh, like, wow, did you see this coming at all? This whole like older woman thing and was... Brian or Doug showing up, like, right? Like, we've already <laughs> made this ninety degree turn to now we're in Jamaica and here's the love interest. And now all of a sudden, the first Doug's there. The, the first thing that Doug does is ruin his life again. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all he does. He's like, yeah, I bet you can't score with the cougar over there. And it's just like, I can go do it. He's like the devil on his shoulder yeah, or something. Like, what what the hell is going on? You just you just automatically let this man ruin your life every <laughs> single time you're around him. Like, I thought maybe he was just going to, like, do it and see if he could and then just kind of back off of it. Because they had this, if there's a montage of this movie, it's them just getting tongue down her mouth. Nah, it's and, an endless montage of run for the shelter yeah, and, of a... Flugel binders and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. which they're actually called uh, aglets. Yep. Well, actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought he was just going to like, like, you know, just kind of know that he could get her and then back off. But then he's, then they're like walking away. I'm like, oh, well, he's still just going to back off. And then she's, right. she's watching the whole time. And then he wakes up with her. I'm like, this fucking idiot. What we a just moron. got we just got done saying how nice of a smile Elizabeth Shue has. Like yeah. how are you going to how are you going to go back on that there's a thing here. There's a thing there. <laughs> so I got sidetracked. Someone else talk. <laughs> No, and and even like the 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 cougar thing too is just like you know this isn't going to work out, Tom yeah. Cruise, and it's like you got Elizabeth Shue here, and you're going to go for for Bonnie, yeah, who's just just. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying you she's, know Bonnie's not attractive or anything nice, like that. Yeah, but at the same Smile. time, it's it's like. Yeah, I uh, hooked up with Bonnie, and uh, so, and by the way, he has apparently been down in Jamaica for three years. Three years. And so now, after all this, I mean, he's got to have some sort of, like, personal infrastructure invested in Jamaica, and all of a sudden, he's just like, and now I'm going to go back to New York, and... Hey, remember when I said... <laughs> like, what? Remember when I said it was going to take three and a half years to save up all the money that I needed? Yeah. Well, I'm two months away from that. I'm just going to... dip. I'm just going to dip. <laughs> how, how... What do you... You're going to Jamaica to save money? No, that's that was his idea. Is yeah. that he said if he could go to Jamaica for like three to four seasons, he would save up the seventy five k that he needed to open up this place. Right. So, and that's a whole other fucking thing that you just opened in my head. Like, yeah. let's say he has seventy grand now. Yeah. He is so close to following his dreams, and now he's like, no, I'm just gonna get a job for my cougar girlfriend. Yeah. That's that's what he decided <laughs> to do. Like that. Yeah. Just immediately, he just dropped everything. Everything at the prospect of this. 
And I, maybe it, uh, we always try to justify some things here. Maybe because he sees Doug like with this, you know, cougar girl, yeah. and he's doing fine. Apparently, I think that has something to do with it for sure. Uh, he's just—it's like this mentor mentorship that he just can't get away from. Yeah. Yeah. He just can't pull his mind away from. I don't know, man. Either way, and there should have been a montage <laughs> of him. <laughs> And here's a completely another 90-degree turn. Yeah. Brian returns to New York with Bonnie, hoping she'll get him the corporate job he wants, but soon feels marginalized and resents her lifestyle. They break up, and he tries to reconcile with Jordan, but she angrily refuses. When calmer, she reveals she's pregnant with his child and does not want him in her life. Jordan's father tries to buy Brian off with money, but he refuses. So first of all, Brian's a piece of <laughs> shit, dude. Brian sucks ass. I was trying guy. to keep you away from that for a second. He really, like, here he is finally, like, getting what he wants, but then he's throwing a fucking temper tantrum because, yeah. like, you're not getting me the interview that I want. Yeah. Thanks for letting me live in your penthouse. It's all about him. The only character in this movie where they think about other people is is Jordan. Yeah. Like, everybody else thinks about themselves, even uh, his, his Bonnie. Yeah. It's just like, well, obviously, we see it. It's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll, next week's your interview. I swear we're, I'm going to talk to some people for you and shit. And yeah. it just never happens. It's like, oh, here, take my coat. Like, yeah, it's shitty, but you deserve it. You, you, you fucking You chose this life. Fucking shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you chose it. <laughs> you chose it, man. Like, that's what you you decided you wanted to do. Yeah. And, and you're getting pissed at her? Too bad, man. You yeah. left Jamaica and a great bartending gig and living down there. What happened to the 70 grand you made, bro? Yeah, what happened to that? What I, happened? It, or like maybe he didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Thanks for explaining anything, director. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing. One thing blew my fucking mind. The timing of it, because we. I won't spoil it, but I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Did you recognize Jerry's Diner, where where Jordan works? He goes in there and he gets all the food dumped on him. Yeah. The fucking booth that he sat in was the booth from Boondock no Saints. No shit, dude. Where Rocco shoots the two guys dude, and then kills it, the fat fuck bartender. It did look familiar. It's the exact same bar. Me you and Molly went, kidding. what? And like paused it real quick and said, oh my God. So it's called Lakeview Restaurant in yeah. Toronto. Wow. That is the, and they proudly proclaim a bunch of other movies got filmed there too. It is... The timing couldn't have been crazier because we just did Boondock Saints oh last my week. God. The exact same diner. Oh man, I'm so glad you... Uncovered that. That yeah. is. I was like, wait, hang on. We, was, were, we were just here, right? Right. Yeah. I was about it's the to same say. Thing. What was it? Seinfeld or? Where he sat was where the the coke dude was. We're gonna be good fellas now. Same. <laughs> we're, gonna <take> care of. <laughs> we're gonna get taken care of. I like the scene a lot though. I like her getting kind of her Because Tom Cruise. The special yeah. scene is so good. Like the yeah, I'll go get the specials for you. I was like, get a fucking pitcher of water and dump it on that motherfucker's head or something yeah. like that. Katie and I were watching it and we're like, this. I hate this guy. And then she goes and brings the specials and dumps it on him and then does the ketchup and shit i'm like yeah. fuck yeah dude it was a good scene eat it yeah e even that cook that cook <laughs> laughing was kind of funny like, yeah. he goes, huh. it's like it's <laughs> like a director came he was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then so okay so then he goes he goes this is the fucking weirdest thing to me he goes to her apartment mm -hmm. and he wants to apologize but like she goes, well, how could you do that to me? And you know I saw you guys. And he's like, what? You saw us? What do you mean? Like, what was he apologizing for? He felt he was so confused that she knew about him with this older girl. Right. 
why was he why did he think she was mad in the first place and what was he apologizing for he's so self-centered he's like blaming her he's like well you were coming on too quick you were talking about kids and stuff like that it's like making it about him and then he's that bullshit who's like no you don't understand when someone gives you a dare, you yeah. do it. And, yeah. like, what? The Justifying? Fuck? Are you like, fucking fifteen years old? <laughs> yeah, he's he's just, like, and he double dog dare you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the hell? Wait a minute, <laughs> Brian is the kid from Christmas Story. Flick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way he was flicking that tongue in Elizabeth's yeah, shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, all right, there it is. Here we go. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so. It's such a terrible thing. Like he's like trying to mansplain yeah. what a dare is, <laughs> what a dare is to Elizabeth. So he's like, no, you don't understand. When your best friend is like, you gotta go fuck that bitch. You gotta go fuck her. You gotta I go. don't care. Like, you don't get that. Like, <laughs> I dare you to go fuck that bitch. <laughs> okay, then I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta go do that. <laughs> what a fucking. What is consent? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you guys were feeling the same way about oh, this. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> this was the dumbest scene of the movie. He's today. like, he's like, you invited me up here just to tell me to fuck off. It's like, yeah, yes, yes, yes I did. Yeah, it's it's your baby. You're not gonna be the father. And this is we'll get to it in the next scenes, I guess. But like the another thing about this son of a bitch is like, I'm I'm gonna be a father. It's like you you can't decide that. Yeah, like you're a piece of shit. You you have written yourself off in this girl's life now. Yeah, I like I I do appreciate. The uh, kind of reverse coming to America we have here, like Elizabeth, she was actually like super rich, <laughs> and like he, I like it's like it's almost like Brian gets there, he's like, wait a second, this is actually kind of a nice this place. Is a, this is a nice place. <laughs> he's a son of a bitch. I thought she was a poor bee. Whoa, <laughs> dude. And and what does that even have to do with anything? Like, if she doesn't have to have a rich dad, they could just reconcile and be like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's well, it. it's like to, it's like a more like a, maybe like a character redeeming moment where yeah. he's like doesn't accept the money. It's That's like, true. I was I was reading it the whole time like this. No, I don't oh. fuck this. Like you're yeah. trying to build this guy up as a good guy now by not accepting ten thousand dollars. Yeah, no, fuck off. I, I think Jordan's dad was my favorite part of the movie. Like when he's there and he's like yelling at him and Jordan comes in, he's like, stop, stop. Yeah. And he's like, you ain't going to marry this piece of shit. She's like, dad, I'll handle this. And then she starts talking and he goes, and he just chimes in yeah. and she goes, dad, he goes, <laughs> all right, all he, right. could, he couldn't resist being like, I, would, I need to call this kid a piece of shit one more time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm out. One more time. I got to get my verbs in there. Just speaking for the audience, but pretty much at this point, I used to be so mad that he like was being a dick back in the day. And like, Man, like you're just gonna disown yeah. your own daughter. It's like, yeah, dang it, man. I'm disowning my daughter for this. Yeah. This is the worst decision she's ever made in her entire <laughs> life. <laughs> and yeah, so then you get to go to Doug's new Doug's, hangout, right? Doug's new, and you've got you've got this bottle of Louis Trey brandy. Yeah, which I'm gonna let. I'm gonna leave this up for AJ. Brian buys it that five hundred dollar bet. Yes, nineteen eighty eight. What's it worth? Uh, I'm gonna say it is worth eight. It's thirty six hundred. Holy shit! I was thirty six hundred dollars. Is what that bottle would be would worth. Be worth, or wow. is worth, or something. Oh. Would you? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'd rather just have a forty two dollar bottle of Cedar Ridge Bourbon, absolutely. Than, than Louis Trey Brandy. They just, Brandy sucks. They yeah. tear that shit down too. Like they pour yeah. massive glasses <laughs> on this. They're just like. Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> 
Oh, come on. I need more. Every last drip. It's like, yeah, it's like they, they poured in there. I know you. it's not something you probably mix together, but like, come on. <laughs> You're just dumping this out on this boat, basically. Well, even before this, too, like what I, I don't get. I mean, I guess I get it. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's a safe space. You don't have to pretend. Man. Doug's uh, wife or whatever. Doug's little thing like kisses Brian on the lips and then goes and makes out with someone else. Guy. And so they're on this boat and he's like, nah, man, I actually like hate my life and stuff. And even at this point, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> no. Like, even I, him explaining, oh, I lost all my money in the commodities. You're like, it gets and? so it, like literally I was like, this is days of our lives. Yeah. Like, for like a hundred percent sure, like this is days of our lives. This has been a plot point on days of our lives. Every person is a piece of shit in this movie, yeah. other than Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, that's basically all. <laughs> Everyone all it is. I just like to think of Doug like is watching this her the, his girl his wife walk around and like kiss everyone. He's like, yeah, that's that's just how they do it in, in New York. It's <laughs> like we're in New York, <laughs> asshole. Like, what are you talking? Nobody does this. This is not okay. What what's going on? I really do like Brian Brown in this. I, I like his yeah. performance. I think he's perfect for this movie. I do too. Uh, he was also the. Uh, did you recognize him from any other movies? The one in particular that we just talked about was Along Came Polly. Yes, he was. He was the entrepreneur the guy rich or whatever. Billionaire guy. Yeah. Here's a couple other guys that were considered for the role. Tell me if any of these would work. Okay. Jack Nicholson, Dustin Hoffman, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, and Dudley Moore were considered mm. for those roles. Michael Caine, I Michael Caine, like, but it, he feels too old. My, I've never seen Michael Caine young. Like he's always just been an old yeah. guy. It feels to me. Yeah, <laughs> he he looks like he does now. Yeah, uh, that's basically. He kind of looks the same, yeah. Yeah. just with a little bit like darker hair. So that's about it. It's hard to think. Of, I think of anybody else in that role. I think I it's, heard they wanted. They actually wanted like Tom or uh, Tom Hanks for uh, Brian's yeah. role or uh, Tom Cruise's role, and uh, Robin Williams was vetted for a while yes. too. Is, is what I heard. I think Robin Williams could have actually made this interesting. Well, I was I, I read a little bit on it. I know we're not supposed to. Oh, <laughs> but oh, man. I, I read that the, it, the 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 original script is like really dark, like yeah. really, and I was like that. That's that might have been the way to go, but then Tom Cruise was cast, yeah. and they're like, we have to lighten it up a bit. Well, and all you do, all you do in this moment, and I, I'm, it's hard not to speak to the time, I guess. But I feel like all you're doing by casting Tom Cruise in this is just creating a heartthrob movie. Yeah. Oh, you're getting money, and that's all you're getting out yeah. of it. They like, clearly did. Had this been anyone else, this movie would have f- fucking flopped probably. so hard, probably. It, like with the writing and all that yes. stuff, and I don't know what kind of rewriting they may have done now Tom Cruise is yeah. in it but we we need to make sure we just get a lot of Tom Cruise yeah. and doing Tom Cruise and things. You get it cuz like this is Tom beat Tom Cruise and he's exactly. very good at what he does like mm-hmm. I'm he's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> and like and sometimes you're like eh, but he does well yeah. know, in this movie so it's just yeah. it's just not a good script <laughs> yeah. for any it's of these guys not. to save it. Yeah, it's not. Like you think about that it is the best thing of this I think is the casting. Yeah. This That's should really have been it. this should have been Coyote Ugly for Tom Cruise. Mm. You know, like Coyote Ugly is like all in the bar and everything like that. Yeah. And there's a bunch of fun things going on. This should have been this movie. Yeah. And that's, you know? that's why I say like there was the, a point. The first half. Yeah. yeah. There's a point that I'm like, this is highly entertaining, honestly. And then once it goes and they go outside the, the, to Jamaica, <laughs> you're just like, okay, we just needed a catalyst for them. You met the girl from New York in Jamaica they're all from you, New York. But you live in New York too. Why couldn't why do we have to go to Jamaica? Yeah. yeah. 
You didn't have to. It's true, None man. of this needed to happen. It's true, and like it, it does seem like a structure of like a book because this was based off of the yeah. novel by this actual screenwriter too. It does seem like there's a lot happening packed into just like an hour and forty minutes that doesn't really need to be there. Like yeah. adapting a book is extremely different. Like you want to make a a good screenplay. Yeah. Like it might have been a good book. Like if yeah. like all these things were fleshed out a little bit more. But you know, I guess. Watching this movie will not will not know. No, yeah. So to finish this off, Brian finds Doug dead on his new yacht, distraught but determined to win Jordan over. She agrees to take him back, but her father interferes, leading to a fight where a security guard assaults Jordan. Brian and Jordan marry, and Brian Brian finally lives out his dream of opening his own bar, Flanagan's Cocktails and Dreams. How, explain to me how Coughlin passed out. We've all been there in our lives where you've drank so much that you've passed out. And nothing wakes you. Like you, you're going to be out for about eight hours, no matter what's going on around you. Right. Where he was able to pass out, however, then wake up within the next hour. Or so we're assuming Tom Cruise was able to drive his slutty ass bitch home. <laughs> yeah. Wanted this. Like you're scared. Why are you so scared? He's like scared of cheat. Like fucking my best friend's wife yeah. yeah i am scared of doing that yeah i don't want that to happen but then he then he goes so then he goes back so that's we're talking an hour or two to where then doug was able to wake up from a drunken coma be fully conscious <laughs> write a letter and then slit his own throat with a <laughs> bottle of brandy it's true they just what they write this off as a suicide real quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh my God. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no, he slid. He broke the bottle, slid his own. Yeah, no, this is his favorite. His prize position bottle. He just now another case cracked, open and shut. (laughs) (laughs) That that's all. (laughs) They had they had fucking uh, Duffy or what from Blue Dog Saints on the case. So these two kicking the Greenly. shit out of each other, right? Greenly. 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 I like how Tom Cruise gets in there and there's like blood everywhere. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe you've done this. Okay. <laughs> he's, got, he's like, oh, that must be brandy. It's not. Like, what? <laughs> like, come on. It just, it's again. It, all this is like, oh, now, now Doug's dead. And, yeah. And now I'm sad, sad but I'm going to win Jordan back. And yeah. Geez, now everything is. Now I. Now I understand everything in the world. Yeah. And you can't even, <laughs> as much as Elizabeth Shue is amazing in this role and is doing whatever she can to save this character, you just can't save it because no. her character is so, so bad. Like, she makes bad decision after bad decision. She yeah. let she lets a young bartender into her pants in Jamaica, gets yeah. pregnant. I'm yeah. not saying anything. I mean, that happens, right? Yeah, whatever. She, she yeah, lets we've that all happen. Been there. We have all been there. <laughs> then she chooses this bartender that she's only known for a few days <laughs> who cheated on her right after conceiving a child, no. currently doesn't have any money or job over her safe and rich family. Yeah, I don't see what's the wrong big deal with this money. <laughs> <laughs> then, and then imagine how this goes when the movie's over. Let me just paint a picture, right? Brian, yeah. Brian's gonna be working right. sixty hours a week. Yeah. So this movie, I don't, I don't mind you ruining for me. Yeah, <laughs> Brian's gonna be working sixty hours a week, coming home three a.m., smelling yeah. like booze, not happy because there's no way Cocktails and Dreams is gonna become a a nationwide chain of bars. It's literally just a fucking bar. It's not a TGI Friday. <laughs> it's not a TGI Friday. <laughs> not at all. It turns out people don't like poetry in their bars so it's just not going to work out well and so like no one no one wants to hear poetry no one wants to wait 15 minutes for a drink he's going to come home he's going to be mad he's a career bartender with twins 
Like, it's just, this is not going to work out well for them. Yeah, it's like I, my last note is like he got the girl, he got the kid, and he got the bar where no one ever got their drinks. Jeremy's the official belt getter. Move the belt along. Uh, no, it's like I figured, like I wanted that to be like the ending, like you know, like the ending synopsis or whatever. Yeah. Like, and then dot dot dot, dot at dot. the end. No one ever got their drinks. It's like, <laughs> might as well face it. You're a dick. That's how I'm going to end that. That's so good. Yeah, like whatever. Here we are on our 9 millionth 90 degree turn in this movie. Like, yeah. hey, I know your friend just died, and but now everything's great. Right. Good job. <laughs> yep. You just. Actually, you're you're not really your friend because he was a piece of shit too. Yeah. And you didn't really have a great relationship, but congrats. Well, yeah, it seems like. Why are you as, so sad? As soon as Doug died, his life got together. <laughs> That's a good boy. Yeah. That, <laughs> like, shit. Maybe he was a bad friend. Brian, maybe he was just a bad person. That, it's <laughs> unfortunate that you met him all together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, I got really nothing else to say about that. What do you guys? I just think that I think you're completely right in the idea that uh, you know everybody comes to see Brian be this bartender at Flanagan's Cocktails and Dreams, and then when they realize they don't actually get a drink, uh, that, a, they're just dreaming of their dreams. That's what that means. That's cocktails and co- dreams, mostly dreams. More like cocktails in your dreams. <laughs> yeah! God damn it. That's, that's it. it. Well, <laughs> that's all that's so so now you guys do. I have to uh, give my modern day rating that I have changed from my nostalgic rating, but I do need a rating, a modern day critical rating from AJ. What were your thoughts on this movie, man? If I had watched the first half of this movie or first like third of this movie, and then it would have been like, oh shoot, I got to go do something. I was like, well, I'll still give it a seven, six point nine. Yeah. I'm sure it like turns that. out good. I'm sure it ends just fine. Um, but no, watching this, I'm watching another two-thirds of it. I'm going to give it two-thirds of that, and I'm going to g- give it, what would that be? Um, oh, jeez, I don't know. A, a four, 3.9, uh, I think. 3.9 for AJ. Sean, what about you, man? Yeah, I, it's, I think you're right, Mike, when saying that it's just the script is just not there, and... It's it's so so like like we've been saying like the the first half is like really fun and I want to see that world most of the time and like I know you have to have conflict and stuff and stories to like get keep people interested and stuff but like I don't know it just goes it goes like so so proper e and I'm like I could tell everything that's gonna happen like oh <laughs> we found him dead oh, yeah. oh no and it was the bottle I gave him <laughs> yeah it's like it's so MacGuffin-y. they didn't even investigate <laughs> who gave this bottle his fingerprints are all over <laughs> yeah exactly oh, they I didn't God. have any conversations with them no nope. case closed if it, if it w- <laughs> if it was like an investigation of Brian I've been like fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, but I'm still fucked. This movie, to be honest, I it's zero point. There's really zero. no redeem. Like I don't, I don't ever really need to watch it again. The soundtrack's great. Soundtrack is Elizabeth really good. Elizabeth's shoe is awesome. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a three point seven. Three point seven for Sean. I I it's it's fine. Like it's you know it's worse upon rewatch if you're really critically thinking about it. However, if it's on TV, like I will probably watch it because of 
some of the performances are good and some scenes are great. Yeah. Like the first half. Yeah. But but I, it's also one of those movies where I might turn it on TV but then slowly like pull my phone out or like, <laughs> or just oh oh wait something else might be on let me check yeah, around yeah. you're so, inevitably going to drift away from this movie halfway through 100 yeah. percent <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna say the same as aj i'm gonna say a 3.9 so that is a 3.83 that wow. is for our post rating that is not the worst uh. that is third from the bottom that is just under goldeneye just above blank check mm. wow. I, uh, <laughs> see, i'm still i would rather watch blank check i know i think, <laughs> I think we might have to revisit some of these movies and be like okay we're gonna adjust these ratings <laughs> so yeah that's 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 our uh, i've never seen i hope you enjoy that we're glad you're here tune in next wednesday for another great episode we will be reviewing tremors tremors yeah. many people have been talking about tremors so we're gonna do that and then a very requested movie we're gonna be hitting tommy boy our first chris farley oh, got to if you're new to the yeah. podcast go back in time last year check out our review of the breakfast club oh yeah a year ago that was one of my favorite episodes yeah i think we got pretty deep on there wasn't terribly too much comedy in that the, the comedy was great but like it turned into a bit of a serious discussion yeah, and I, I really enjoyed that i think it was one of our a very important episode that yeah. we had actually yeah. yes i agree i think we grew up after that episode we, we really say did we did Maybe a little bit huh yeah don't you forget about me. I won't. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please stay in touch with us by following on all of our social media platforms at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Confused Be Fast on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice right now. Also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs, stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to ConfusedBreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't forget about our voicemail number, 319-804-9596. Links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at ConfusedBreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually in our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.